back together again. It's Remedy Box, a new episode. We're glad to have you here. We're glad to still be doing it. Uh, pretty weird. I'm recording again from Tucson, from the in-laws' house, which has actually been pretty good. I mean, I could, I could uh, count how lucky I am that I don't have terrible in-laws that I'm staying with uh, through this getting the evacuation or what would you call me? Am I still a refugee? It doesn't feel like I should be a refugee. I'm doing a podcast. An extended vacation. It does feel like an extended vacation. And to catch up anybody who might be joining us for the first time in the last episode, I had just finalized my conclusion that the Subaru BRZ was the best escape vehicle for getting away from a hurricane. I stand by that Subaru. <laughs> Hope you're paying attention. Wink, wink. Um, and yeah, wink, nudge, big nudge. And I have a bit of an update about that. We got a few things to talk about actually uh, that are pretty interesting. A little bit of, a little bit of uh, opinions on Rogan coming down with the coronavirus. Joe Rogan, as if there was another Rogan. I guess it could be Seth Rogan, but that wouldn't be as fun to talk about. Um, you know, we got that. We got some. You know, I want to get your guys' take on, on. Ray-Ban and Facebook totally tag teaming to to take away all semblance of privacy. <laughs> In my opinion, we'll go through that too, uh, amongst other things. But before I get to any of that, I got to welcome my apathetic super bro riding high on his magic carpet of 50 milligrams. It's Brando. Allegedly. And I can't wait to see what kind of weirdness that he says. Allegedly. This might be a different person, actually. I I, I remember in college we had This a is all just fake news. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh-huh. I in college <laughs> I had a buddy of mine who his name was Leo, but every time he got beyond a certain level of drunk, we started calling that person by a different name. And that name was Seth. So oh. maybe we need to come up with a 50 milli Brando name. Do you really? Yeah, that's all Brenda's fault when I get oh, really ha- drunk. <laughs> so, so all your the all your most tragic so mistakes. I say it too. <laughs> <laughs> that makes things so fucking great. Well, well, guys, thanks for going through all the patience, letting me reschedule shit. Um, I didn't thanks get introduced. It's me, Becky. With the I'm good about hair. to introduce you. It's you, Becky, okay. with the good hair, Brenda. I don't know if you're Brenda. You might be Brenda. No, not tonight. Not tonight. Mm-hmm. I bet your best dates have happened as Brenda. No. <laughs> no. I don't remember if, no. you, if you remember the story I told you about crying in the map. Yeah, I'm in the sure corner. you did. That's fair. <laughs> that was yeah, Brenda. Yeah, you did tell that was a, Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that was Brenda. Now you're going to have to share that story. But yes, Becky with the good hair and... And Brando, 50 milli Brando riding, floating by. You can see him up in the sky. Once again, you guys, fake news. I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> fake, fake news. You're fine. Why do you have, why do you have to antagonize? I'm not antagonizing. I just, I just want more Joey Diaz impressions, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Allegedly. <laughs> so to my hurricane update, I am rounding out my third week here in Tucson. I evacuated New Orleans because of Hurricane Ida, and my update's pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. You know, I think a lot of people imagine that if you don't, especially if you don't live in an area where there are hurricanes like Arizona, you have no idea what goes on. It's the aftermath that's really the pain. So, you know, this the the power just came back on to my neighborhood last week. There's been no garbage service in the area. There's still, or at least up until the end of last week, there were issues with plumbing, Mm -hmm. a boil water advisory, which means there's not enough pressure in the water to make it um, safe to drink. So you have to boil your water if you want to drink it. Uh, So a lot of craziness after the fact. No trash services. So you can imagine just piles of trash that are building up out on the front of people's lawns waiting for the trash company to be able to do their job again and in some places like neighboring cities to new orleans like laplace their water receded and a lot of homes have just been gutted and for anybody who doesn't know what that means when you're remodeling a home and it's got a lot of water in it if your house was in three feet of water 
you would have to take out all the sheetrock and all the flooring and all your furniture and everything that had moisture damage because of mold, and you'd have to put it out in the front of the yard. So I decided to keep my uh, my very not want to work on that kind of gross shit ass in Tucson because I wanted my extended vacation, and Tucson was my home for a long time. And it's been really interesting and weird. And I love my in-laws. We got a safe place to stay. And, uh, you know, I, I can't tell you how weird it is to, and for anybody who's moved away for any period of time, there is a good long period where you wonder, you miss your old home. You wonder about your new home. You can't really get comfortable. And, uh, even if you try to embrace it and new Orleans makes it easy, you know, and, and new Orleans is a really interesting place. And, for anybody out there who would think, why would you live there because of things like Hurricane Ida or why would you go back? This is one of those extended periods where my wife and I have had that conversation. And you come back to these, uh, you know, every city has a shitty part of town. Every city's got every city has a bad uh, series of roads that you complain about or maybe it's too hot or maybe it's too humid or, you know, and you hopefully find places that you you know make it worthwhile and for tucson those are the places that i've been visiting and those are the the people that i've been spending time with like a uh, brando not inebriated in any way clear clear-headed and crystal visioned brando and becky with the good hair i've spent time with both of them mm -hmm. and a series of other good friends and enjoyed a lot of good food shout out to saffron uh shout out to Nico's, who I've been to more than I should, or EG's. You don't know what an EG is. Come to Tucson, try it out. The the place has been crazy with so much rain that we're literally driving through armies of butterflies. That's not made up bullshit. That's, That's for real. And it's beautiful. It's absolutely until you tempting. until you get home and you think about just how many butterflies you've slaughtered. <laughs> Then yeah. you're like, you're oh, decorating you're your car. You're advocating for genocide here. It's kind of messed up. Oh. <laughs> I still like to drive fast. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's been uh yeah, I mean it's 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 hard to hear your friends say, just stay. You know, just stick around. Why do you go back? You want to stay, you want to stick with your friends and you want to stick with that family that you built along the way. And that that's sort of what's been on my mind. I'm that family that I was lucky enough to build along the way, which Becky with the good hair and Brando are a very big part of that's the stuff I miss the most, the food, a distant second, uh, the city. I mean, it's, it's special, but it's new Orleans is a special place. It's a unique place. And, and, uh, I think we've discovered that we, we have really a soft spot for both places. I keep telling my wife two homes. Yes. That's the, that's the ideal situation. We need to have two homes so that when it gets shitty there, we can come here yes. and have those extended vacations. Your summer you know? home and your winter home. Yeah, I, I think that's going to end up being the case because summer in in New Orleans is full of hurricanes and rain. Yeah, and it, to the point where we, you know, we're trying to schedule going back, and there was another tropical storm. Um, Nicholas which sounds like anybody named Nicholas. Sorry, I'm gonna have to call you Nick because Nicholas sounds like a real dickhead. <laughs> yeah, and so Nicholas is coming through as a tropical storm and just dumping fucking rainfall between Houston and New Orleans. And that just makes it a pain in the ass to drive back through that stuff. But we found every excuse to delay. We've, we've spent as much time as we possibly could. And now we're going to be heading back to New Orleans on Saturday, which, you know, hurricanes, they suck and they blow. And it has been, uh, I'm ha ha ha. <laughs> and I'm uh, lucky that my personal house didn't, get damaged but like i said before my mother's house is under a few feet of water and and i'm gonna go back and be part of that rebuilding effort just like i was uh after hurricane katrina and we've got more things coming down the line we'll be doing we'll be able to promote some avenues for people who are interested in in uh, donating or volunteering through the red cross that's coming soon and uh we got a lot more to talk about in the future but that's my update hurricanes suck New Orleans is still the shit. You should visit Tucson too. You should visit New Orleans. Great food in both places. Great people in both both places. I lean a little heavy on Tucson because the family I've built along the way is kind of 
here. Yeah, Becky's here. It's what it's all about. Oh. And now, something I have to talk about with you guys, kind of segueing away from the uh, hurricane update. I moved away from Tucson before they made dispensaries open for anybody. And what's interesting and has been interesting for any and anybody who's listened to previous episodes, you've heard me say that where I'm at in New Orleans, there were a lot of people where I saw masks and I saw people wearing them and they complain about them, but they would wear them. I've talked about it in the past. And and we've drawn comparisons about how moments like, you know, uh, catastrophe or, or states of emergency like hurricanes can bring communities together. What I've seen here has been fascinating, and it kind of centered on my experience at the dispensary. And I need to get you both to kind of weigh in on these two things to see if you've seen similar things. Brando, I know you're going to have a comment about what ha- about the dispensary co- uh, observation. So in most of the places I've gone to in Arizona, because there's no mask mandate, I mean, most places have a sign that says strongly recommended. Um, anytime I walk into a place with a mask on, I'm usually one of the few. There isn't. I'm definitely outnumbered by people who aren't wearing masks. Okay. So no criticism, uh, whatever they, I mean, obviously, you know, our criticism, we think you should wear a mask for obvious reasons, but people aren't doing that here. And I go on my way to my first experience in a legal dispensary, and I happen to stop off at a gas station down the road because, you know, similar shit. I want to grab a Pepsi, some chips. Uh, I know what I'm going to be getting at the dispensary, so the chips will come in handy later. And I'm getting gas in my car. And while I'm there for the first time through this entire uh, pandemic, through the lockdowns, through everything, I see a beat up old pickup truck pull up with wooden, clearly, uh, uh, you know, homemade DIY kind of sidewalls and rear walls on this truck that are all covered in these placards. And the first one I see is proud white American male. Uh, <laughs> I see, um, I see their nightmare is ending or our nightmare is ending. Theirs is just beginning. I see one that says, wear that mask, you little sheep. And I'm seeing all this stuff, which I find, I mean, just right out of a television show. I mean, you could not have gotten a team of Hollywood set designers together to make a better image. And out of this truck steps the, like, you know how there's Florida man and you kind of have an idea of what Florida man looks like. There's always some crazy story in Florida, Florida man, this Florida man, that out of this truck, which I, I, if I remember correctly, is like a 97 Chevy, which is already just so dated and beat up, like a lot of haggard fucking road miles and dents on this thing. And the guy that gets out of this, I'm just going to call him mullet because it fits. I mean, this is a, yeah, and you guys have seen this kind of person. Oh, yeah. So overly sunbaked. <laughs> so from, yeah, he's the one you changed the tire on. Probably. Uh, but, but this guy is a waif, very tiny dude wearing a wife beater and his skin is so overly baked from the sun. It looks painful. It looks that deep red that you just know if you patted him on the shoulder, there'd be a white handprint there for a moment or two before it came back to being that dark red. And I mean, long, uh, old school rocker mullet and just looks, I mean, looks like the poster child for meth in the sun. <laughs> really and you know and and you know and the funny thing it was just a caricature it was really a caricature and i had never seen that i'd never seen that and when i walked into the gas station to i think it was a quick mart to buy my chips and soda for later uh everybody there for once with exception to this guy and another person were wearing a mask. Of course, the people that were working there were wearing masks, but the people coming into the place were surprised. I was surprised to find them wearing masks, not this guy. And of course, when I'm leaving, I, I had to open the door for him because I'm wearing my mask, which has devil's faces and tacos on it. <laughs> and of course, I, I opened the door and I was like, after you. And he could, he didn't say shit. 
that was the thing that surprised me. I thought there would be more of a outspoken. I thought he would have at least called me a sheep and made my day, you know, or, or, or done something to kind of make it more fulfilling, but he didn't. He probably and talked I was about dis- you on Facebook. He probably took it to Facebook. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm this sure encounter went very differently on his Facebook. Retail. Yeah. <laughs> There's a he was very, probably like, this uh, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's the, ch- what's the name of the Chomo guy from? Fed Smoker. YMH. This guy fit the image of a Fed Smoker type individual. So I'm <laughs> sure there's a, a TikTok or some oddly named YouTube video out there with this guy just ranting about me. Yeah. And I mean, you want to talk about fitting that image of Fed Smoker. He gets in his truck and he's driving away. And I notice that the dude has a mannequin in the passenger seat that is dark complected and wearing a red bandana across his face. <laughs> <laughs> and of Are course he serious? guns i'm not shitting you so, so what <laughs> i have so many questions so many questions i seriously have questions too and so it was it was kind of on my brain right i'm I'm about to go to the dispensary i see this guy i see this image i never would have anticipated seeing. And... <laughs> well the way he treats it at night i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> but it was clearly a mannequin and i mean this guy's full on full on covered his entire vehicle with all these uh, uh what would you call them chirons i don't know ridiculous fucking statements rantings and of a madman rantings of a madman for sure and and like i said i had seen this around tucson whether i went to i went to pick up donuts for my in-laws and for my wife and people there were bitching about it and and even the people working behind the counter you know one of them has a mask hanging off the ear and you know, everybody's kind of mocking the uh, the whole effort. And that just stu- stood out to me. Now, five minutes down the road, I go to a dispensary, which I will keep nameless, but um, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should just say Nature Med, Marana Tucson. If you're in Tucson, go there. Pretty good. Really uh, interesting experience for my first time in a legal dispensary in Arizona. But one thing that stood out to me right when I got there is there were a variety of people in the lobby waiting to be checked in. Hell that's yeah. how the process works, right? And I mean, people that were clearly on all sides of the political spectrum, not one soul was protesting wearing a mask. And I found that shit hilarious because <laughs> they're, they're all will like as long as they can get their hands on some of that sweet sweet chiva they'll wear the mask they'll they'll dance if you want them to dance i mean we're talking guys that looked like they could have been buddies with uh arizona fed smoker whatever we want to call it. we got to come up with a name with that that archetype he was that, from arizona Cletus. yeah i mean clearly yeah so it's just interesting to see at the dispensary, there's no, there's no politics. All politics melted away. They want their gummies. They want their tincture. They want their, uh, uh, you know, pre-rolls and baseball bats. And nobody was bitching about anything. Everybody was happy to put the mask on properly. Nobody was trying to make a protest. I thought that shit, that I could not get over how funny that was. It just stood out. It's amazing what people will do when they really want something. Yeah. 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 And they did. And seeing the variety of people was hilarious. You could tell in the parking lot, like it was minivans to dented up old Celicas to muscle cars, to giant lifted pickup trucks with which Arizona seems to have an epidemic of. (laughs) So it was like this crazy. (laughs) The taller the lord, the smaller the dick. The, the Giga Chad mobile. Not true. <laughs> She's inspecting dicks on those trucks. I do. I, I knew a guy once that would say that. He said, the higher the truck, the more women want to get with that guy. I never, I've never seen that happen, but I guess it's true. There's a lot of lifted trucks here. A lot of lifted trucks. But nobody bitching about wearing the mask inside a, a dispensary. Nobody. Like I said. Not one complaint. It's amazing. What people will do. It's amazing. When they want something. Absolutely amazing. I mean, God forbid you get a vaccine so that all this shit is over with. God forbid. I felt he was so civilized. 
<laughs> but it was such a nice thing. Yeah, everybody was kind of cool with it. You know what I mean? I'm they sure, were. Uh, you know what? I'm sure if they passed out free weed with a vaccine, this country would be vaccinated like nobody's business. Oh man, no shit. Here's your we vaccine, and here's that. your free weed. Oh my god, bag. high high federally legal weed to your vaccine status. It's it's genius. Yeah, but can you imagine that too? Like that would be the promotional kick. It would be like Biden comes out and he's like, if we can get. To herd immunity at eighty thousand or eighty percent, eighty percent population vaccinated, I'll legalize marijuana federally. Yeah, it would be done in a week. Done. There would be lines of people. Mm-hmm. It would be. Mm-hmm. I, you're absolutely right. I I don't know why you Brando run for office. Too many skeletons in that closet, bud. So I can't <laughs> do it. I guess Allegedly. it's going to be left to Becky. I'm too pretty for, Allegedly, too pretty to run for office. I'll be somebody's arm candy. I don't know. You could do it. Yeah. I mean, you could you could pull it off. I probably have we, like we some sex the... scandal or something like that. Perfect. We need the anti Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Green out there. Oh, uh, maybe. So you, Somewhere so down you the could line. pull it across. <laughs> I'll pull it off. Well, when we come back, we're going to get to this question that Becky has been teasing Brando and I with that she has to ask us. Um, uh, but we're going to take a small break uh, just to just to make sure we get the mentions out about the podcast and the network that we work with. We'll be back in a minute. You know what they all say. Fantasy football is like a box of chocolates. And I know you. You love fantasy football. And you love chocolates. Well, 25 Yards Later is a fantasy football podcast with top-notch analysis, earworm music, and plenty of laughs. Each week, we dive deep into four games, putting every fantasy-relevant and occasionally fantasy-irrelevant player under a microscope. Block out all the haters with 25 Yards Later, available wherever you get your podcasts, but maybe not where you get your chocolates. So uh, we are back. Welcome back to Brevity Box, brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. Uh, I know you've heard me go on and on about the many great shows. We got one coming up from Cinephile Hissy Fit covering Backdraft that I'm excited about. But pretty much all of them were good. And those guys are just easy to listen to. Or Retro Futurist Culture or Ruminations on Tony's Tall Tales. They're all really entertaining. They're all very different. Check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. All right, Becky, I wanted to ask you on Discord when you were telling us you had a question. Yes. Lay it on us, set it up. Okay. What's up? So I know I can ask both of you this because we've discussed this in the past. Both of you are um, porn connoisseurs, correct? Not as much as I was once, but yes, absolutely. Brando? I, I dabble. Okay. So enough, right? Yeah, absolutely. I've been through the gamut. So has he. Don't let him fool you. We've been we're both. Holes. We're both dead inside. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So my question to you is: <laughs> at any point in your porn viewing, I'm not going to call it a career hobby. Past you might time. call it a career. I've logged some hours. Okay. So, yeah, I in, wish I got paid for that. And Triple C's career in Brando's hobby. <laughs> <laughs> we have tenure. Just put it that tenure. way. Yeah, we do. have. That's good. We have tenure. Okay, let me rephrase this. In your tenure of porn watching, at any point, did you guys think, you know, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let this girl know that I'm watching porn and, and uh, see what she says about it like did that ever like cross your mind at all that's a very open question because i have i have in the past but never to somebody i wasn't really comfortable with and not once in my life okay now would you pose that question to a complete and total stranger would you say no no okay now let me no. let me tell you the backstory. Not that I was seriously thinking. I'm just saying. Not I want to clarify. Not somebody that I seriously thought uh, that you know. If I wanted something that like if I was being playful and 
it would be obvious that I was fucking around, right? Like well, I would and never. And they were in a green party in the whole situation of, you know. Okay. Okay. Talking about porn, right? Never... That's when you would bring it up, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so let me introduce you to the conversation I had on my dating app this week. Oh I match with this guy. We're gonna call him Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. Because his picture scuba is a Steve. scuba diving. And I thought, oh, this guy looks adventurous. I'm going to swipe right. Oh, we right. don't know what he's using that wetsuit for. Right. <laughs> and I go, hey there. And I ask my infamous question. I say, I have a question for you. And he gets back to me and he says, shoot. And I said, okay, how do you make the perfect grilled cheese sandwich? And he goes, two pieces of bread some cheese and some butter and I cook it and I said okay pretty simple I was like I was just trying to like break the ice I was like how are you doing what are you up to tonight and he goes I'm doing all right just bored and honestly I'm thinking about watching some porn soon lol I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know if that's a bold move cotton let's see if it pays off I said (laughs) I said I said do you does that does that line work for you bro and he goes what do you mean and I go I mean like I get that guys watch porn like good for you you watch porn do you want a cookie and he goes I want some of your cookie and I said You'll never get any of this cookie, bro. Okay, okay, okay. And then yeah, he goes, that's, that's and then he called right. me the C word. And I said, of course. I said, yeah. classic. I was like, you enjoy your porn and don't wear out your right hand. Have a nice life. So let's, I, I need to backtrack here. If he were being funny. He wasn't though. And right, he wasn't. Clearly wasn't, right? Yeah. But if if it was one of those break the ice attempts that maybe a bad one, but he wasn't like he didn't like I think the whole cookie thing really makes it clear where he was going with that. That's just not that I, I don't I would I don't I don't think I would ever see myself doing anything like that at all. I mean, and I don't Never. even know this person. Mind you, this is like literally five minutes after I match with him. Doesn't say his name. All I know is how he would cook a grilled cheese sandwich, which doesn't sound very delicious at all. Like a basic bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and basic and then he goes on to say he's gonna watch porn. Do guys really think that girls, females, women, any kind of person with a vagina want to know that you're watching porn? Okay, so I think we should, think we should all just keep our shame to ourselves. I would say this though, that that depending on the community that you you swing in, right? Like there may be some communities out there I'm not aware of where you could just say that and it would be some sort of inviting line. But I don't I mean, I can't claim to understand that shit. I would never do that to if I was on a dating app. Like to me, this puts the whole wetsuit. And it's not it's not Scuba Steve might be it's not Tinder. I mean, but I'm just saying Scuba Steve might be milling around in septic tanks in that wetsuit, as far as I know. I don't know. I mean, that dude might be a total, total perv, right? To just kind of throw it out there like that. This, I, I heard a story, uh, I'm not, not throwing any, any people I know under the bus, but this, oh, I think th- <laughs> I'm not, this is, this is, uh, the, the online equivalent of being asked out in college. And I, this is a girl that I'm very close to a woman I'm close to gets asked out in college, shows up at the guy's dorm. He is acting like he wants to order in and she's like, no, let's go out. And he's like, well, you know, he's making excuses, making excuses. And, and just in the moment of having this discussion at his dorm, uh, she happens to notice he's wearing a button down shirt, but he's wearing like basketball shorts, which is like the clear sign. We're having sex. Uh, yeah, he wants. He's got. He's getting geared up. Yeah. He's got his Jordan Jumpman shorts on, and he's ready to get his. Or, or he recently watched <laughs> Casino and does the Robert De Niro thing to keep the crease in his pants. Mm. Unlikely, but yeah, that would also be worthy. Just, um, just, just but, saying, it's a possibility. But so, I I didn't know that these guys existed back then. This is like, we're talking twenty years ago, but this has happened in different ways, right? Back mm-hmm. then. It was this guy literally dropping trow with his door open and 
the girls sitting there looking at uh, whatever's being on display. For funsies, we'll just say it was a very tic-tac. disappointing tic tac. Okay. And of course, the, she says what she has to say and just walks the fuck away. But that shit seems like the real life version of what this guy is doing. And he's playing a numbers game, right? Yeah. Hi, I'm Scuba Steve. What are you up to? I'm about to watch porn because I'm bored. And then the minute, no matter what you say next, it was probably going to be some other line. Like, even if you tried to change right. the subject, well, how about doing something else? Yeah. I'd like to do something else on your face, right? <laughs> I'd like shit. you to sit on it's my face, be, miss. How about that something else? But yeah, I I'd mean, like I think you to that get that's creative sort of, to make me want to sit on your face, bro. I think those people are, are sadly eternal. <laughs> like, they're timeless. They're always going to be that dude. And now they've just got the power of social media. Yeah, I just, uh, I just didn't know. I was like, maybe I'm overreacting and maybe like this is a thing now. I was like, I need to consult my bros on this one. Well, I think, I think it is more, I mean, look, I do think it's more prevalent. I think everybody's watching porn at younger ages, which I'm not saying is a good thing. Yeah. And I'm not really bashing porn. I want to take a no, little I'm not bashing side porn at step all. here either. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm not bashing. People I don't mind watch people porn. watching it. I don't yeah. mind. I, I don't mind that one bit. I don't want to, to know that you're watching it when I first meet you. And look, I think that something can be said about that community's kind of weird. I mean, look, I've gotten to a point where I'm a little weirded out by what the trend is in porn. Lately. It's very odd because it's, yeah, it's fucking weird, man. It's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, it, the, the fantasy and the tabooness used to be a lot. Uh, it wasn't so, familial like now it's it's always stepson stepmom um i still don't know know. how you get stuck in a fucking dryer but whatever (laughs) 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 that's exactly my point like i don't know i i can't it's outside my fucking realm of being able to attach that as being sexy that doesn't ring my bell that's exactly what i'm asking like do are there people like please tell me are there people out there that actually find that incredibly sexy and if so what do you find sexy clearly about there are it? i mean that look i don't know like when you i would first, love to when know you're first, i'm not a part of that group when you're first am, i'm not a part of that group it's fucking to weird somebody yeah. and they straight up are like i'm watching porn right now what am i yeah not to when you're straight that? up introduced like I said, I may, I may, I can see myself saying that to somebody I did not give a shit about ever talking to again. Like I would never uh, follow it up with, I want your cookie. Yeah. But it, like if somebody walked in and was like, hey, this is my buddy. Hey, and they're introducing me to their date. And they're like, what are you doing? Well, I'm bored. I'm going to go home and watch some porn. That's probably where I'd leave it. And it would be a bad joke if I said it at yeah. all. Right. It wouldn't be a, a, a hook. It wouldn't be like a, something to try to get a reaction or a response or anything more than that. I just don't think. And here's the thing. The the shitty thing about the way I think is the first thing I think is it's not a practical and effective technique. No, it's also indecent and immoral. But it's like my first thing is that'll never work. And it didn't. <laughs> and it didn't. Thank you for proving my point. Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. What a junky, trashy motherfucker. Yeah. And look, I got to say something about the the C word. Yeah, uh, pl- I would love to discuss that too. Okay. So I, I am of two minds of this in a weird way. Because if you have a close friend that's from across the pond and they have a nice, recognizable British accent, for some reason when anybody... Colony. <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> if that person says cunt, I don't get as offended by it. I actually think it fits inside the vernacular, even the way they use it, because they use it like we use asshole. Right? I mean, isn't that sort of your take on it? So if I hear uh, Graham refer to somebody, usually on a premier soccer team, and he refers to them as a, a cunt, I don't take it as having a gender a gendered sort of mm-hmm. uh, uh, demeaning nature to it, right? right? It just seems genderless in a weird way yeah. from the way that they use it and the way that, that it, it seems almost funny, whether it's Ricky Gervais or my buddy Graham. Yeah. Now, 
if we're over here, it's clearly like got a, a demeaning and derogatory and super feminine charged uh, connotation to it. It does. And it, it's 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 purposely deployed by anyone who's trying to get a rise, especially out of um, especially out of women, but in, in, but out of anybody, really. I mean, yeah. Brando, if somebody got really angry, another man got super angry and you you got heated, you're arguing, voices are raising. And in the middle of it. He calls you a fucking cunt. Aren't you going to be. I'm just gonna laugh. <laughs> I was like, Brando's not the right person to ask that because <laughs> I just pictured him laughing laugh. too in the guy's yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, I was wrong. He'd probably laugh. I think I'd probably laugh. Yeah. I, I don't I don't use it like that, but there are I, guys I, that I, it use bothers it like me that. here. And especially when it's oh, like I a know. like a stronger woman who like calls them out on something. Like I've been called that a lot for standing my ground and for you know, not for saying I'm not interested in somebody or for saying that I just didn't see this working out. And then I get called the C word for being honest. It's just, well, you know, I I've grown to start. I, I get what you're saying. And, um, having grown up in a house with two sisters and a single mom, there's a brother in there somewhere, but we barely know each other. But those, those women were, I, don't, I get what you're saying. And I grew up very sensitive to that, um, those sensibilities. You know, I was raised with a lot of that, uh, that, that, that range of awareness being installed in my data banks growing up. And it was really weird and confusing for me in junior high and high school where I was going, uh, I was going to school in North Texas in the, you know, 80s and 90s. And during that time, and even now, in certain regions like the South, it's still very, you know, just rocket fueled, influenced by those traditional gender roles and stereotypes. Mm -hmm. And I think you can tell if you've listened to this show long enough that my wife and I don't really fit into that. Um, and to the point where we joke about it, right? We, we, we purposely call ourselves, uh, we, we align ourselves with Mitch and Cam from Modern Family where I'm Cam <laughs> and she's Mitch. And it fits so ridiculously well that you can't help but laugh. Or, you know, we're both from that generation where uh, if, you know, I, I still think when certain songs come on and we're building a playlist while we're evacuating here where I have a playlist where if a song that oh, I God, like gonna start making excuses for it now. comes on uh, and we, we have a playlist where these are songs where if you didn't know me, those people would probably go, oh, I think he might be gay, which I don't particularly consider anything derogatory. <laughs> but but there's a lot of songs out there, whether it's and you and Becky, you and I have some similar taste there, whether it's RuPaul yeah. or Todrick mm -hmm. or any Todrick. EDM with a nice fucking beat and some rhythm. I'm in yeah. and I don't care and I'm not threatened or weirded out by it. And I never have been. And that's so it makes it weird for me to see that kind of aggression go towards women it makes me uncomfortable in general yeah but it just also doesn't make a lot of sense to me because i don't know where that guy is right yeah the guy who would even react with that kind of visceral thing and be like you can't that just seems i, I don't know how to understand that dude like I, there's nothing in me that makes that make sense at all no. it just seems desperate and weak in a way Very just really you know yeah at least on this side of the pond yeah you know but if he recorded himself saying it in a very convincing british accent oh, yeah. to you it might have been my funny. pants would probably be off <laughs> just, i'm just saying if he showed up with a cheese sandwich and a british accent he was like i didn't mean to call you a cunt and then i'd be like <laughs> oh man <laughs> if only he was driving a lifted chevy 350 <laughs> or ford f350 not a chevy a he shows ford up girl, guys okay gosh so funny i mean I, I mean that i don't know what those guys think i don't know if that's ever worked for him i i don't even know what to imagine the woman that that worked on would be a week like i would woman. worry about her right well no i would work but maybe that person's like needs help <laughs> like you really don't think highly of yourself yeah, you, should, you probably should probably talk yeah, to somebody go get some help yeah you should probably go well, i probably look, go to the bathroom and be like sweetie are you okay <laughs> 
What did you say, Brenda? Don't kink shame. Well, exactly. That's the other thing about porn. Like, I don't, my wife, uh, thankfully, is not someone who really gives a shit at all. And I'm pretty open because I do think that there's a weirdness if you're in a relationship of any capacity and one of you, or it doesn't matter if one of both of you is a porn fan in any way and you're hiding it from the other, that seems weird. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and any obsessiveness of any kind, you know, whether it's porn or playing too much Madden, because I know Brando would probably say that about me. You know, it doesn't it doesn't matter what I think too much of that escapism is would also be concerning for me. But uh, other than that, I really don't think it's a big deal. Now, I will tell you in a past relationship. There was because I was so open about it, the person I was dating at the time was really, really uncomfortable with it. And I did not understand that dynamic until after the relationship was over and we were still kind of talking and friendly and it kind of finally clicked on me that that was a, to her, it felt like a, he doesn't want me. Yeah. Right. Like, why would you want to watch porn? I'm right here. Right, right. right, Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I felt like that before. so I did, and that's something I could have talked out with or can talk out with people. Mm-hmm. And I think it's individual, it's subjective. It's not the same for everybody, yeah. but I don't think porn in and of itself is bad. I think too much of anything is probably worrying, you know, mm-hmm. or, or how much you're into something. And there's shit about porn that's existed that I have never understood. There's stuff that I didn't understand early on that I kind of understand more now, you know, and, uh, and I'm more... I don't want to say forgiving because that sounds fucking snobby, but you know, I'm more like, uh, Oh, well, so you're into that. Okay, cool. Big deal. I'm not worried about it. Right. Like if somebody's like, I like to dress up in a leather vest with uh assless chaps and hang out with my wife and listen to funky disco music while we get down with some lube and toys. I'm like, Hey, right on. Good job, bro. Say make, <laughs> yeah. Make me a, a mixtape. <laughs> yeah. I don't really give a shit. Right. If you're hurting people, I'm bothered. If you're if you're getting weird about it, I'm bothered. And I think, you know, there's certain people that shouldn't be watching porn. Like if you're a kid, don't don't you know, if you're happy to listen to the show, we're not promoting that. You know, don't kids don't need to be messing with that shit. I can say that from experience. I watched I was introduced to adult shit too early. And I honestly think that that was more of a problem in the long run than a good thing. Really? So. Anyway, I don't shame anybody for porn. I'm not kink shaming. Brando, tell us about your kink so we don't have to shame you. No, I'm pretty boring. His vanilla. I know that's not true. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) We got some funny stories coming down the way. Well, before we move on, we're going to take another quick break here and uh, get some sponsor identification. And we'll be right back. You've been listening to The Brevity Box, brought to you by Ruminations Radio Network. If you like this cast or want to find some other great topics, join me, Hoptimist, on the Retro Futurist Culture Podcast for great discussions on all things retro future. Check it out at ruminationsradionetwork.com. Thank you for answering my question, gentlemen. Oh, yeah, you were right. You were absolutely right. That guy's a fucking nut job. I just thought it was weird. I'm like, at least give it till the second date, bro. And I might watch it with you. Gosh. I mean, have some nuance and yeah. some subtlety. I'm way better oh than God. porn. I use Pop Rocks. <laughs> I've heard these Pop Rock references before. I don't even know where you can find Pop Rocks. Party City. You have to order them from Amazon. Amazon. Party City. Gas stations. And then you get creative and have fun. With the wiener. Yeah, anyway. man. You really scuba, Steve. You missed out. Not only you cough just have drops. no game, bro. Cough drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Can't send share me a list. Any more secrets. Gonna, <laughs> in fact, send send my wife the list. I will. Have some fun. I will. Yeah. No, <laughs> Scuba Steve, you you is a moron. Idiot. Stupid. You missed out on you got all no game, of this. Son. <laughs> got no game, son. Moving on though, you were right. The guy shouldn't approach it that way. And then just trash, fucking trash, garbage. Get to a point where you're calling ladies bad names, man. Whatever. <laughs> Thank you for so, calling anyway. me a lady. 
<laughs> it's only once. Don't let it go to your head. Okay. <laughs> let me wipe my Brando, tear. Brando, you sure you don't want to talk about the friend zone? It doesn't exist. There's nothing to talk about. Mm. Mm. Becky, does the friend zone exist? Yes, it does. Disagree. Mm. Disagree. This is a debate for another time. We're going to have to work this one out. Brando doesn't think the friend zone exists, and Becky would be more of an authority on the matter, I would think. Um, I don't think Brando's put... I've put somebody in the friend zone, and I've been put in the friend zone. Thank you. Oh, okay. So this is definitely content for another time, because I don't know that I've ever... I guess I have known guys that have put girls in the friend zone, but I usually see it going the other way. All right, real quick survey. So we know Becky's been in the friend zone and put somebody in the friend zone. And then, Brando, have you been in the friend zone? It doesn't exist. So no. And have you put anybody if in you the friend shoot zone? your shot at someone and they reject you and you keep hanging around like a like like a puppy hoping they're hoping they change their mind, it's your own fault. Respect the okay, decision, yeah. move on. So okay. I get I, I get where you're going to now. I will say this though. There is I I did not I wasn't aware of this because a lot of times I will make I'll just make friends and move on. And there have been times where in the beginning of those friendships, which are now lasting friendships, like years and years long friendships I've had with females, women that I didn't, uh, it didn't work out. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we maybe went out on a date or maybe we flirted. And it just wasn't there. And then I became a friend and I didn't really knock, I didn't push them away. And, you know, maybe I, whatever, I wasn't always around, but I was around. I never knew that. I was being looked at like some sort of like stalker or basic bro who was just waiting for a moment. And it wasn't clear that I wasn't that person until those moments opened up and I didn't do shit (laughs) or I was completely unaware of him. Right. And then they were like, Oh, I think he actually just is kind of a friendly dude. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I didn't know that though. I was completely clueless of that. And I, and then that was sort of when I started noticing those, there are guys out there that are like, they try to shoot their shot, like Brando said. It doesn't work out. They get shot down, but then they they sort of kiss ass and hover. And can I bring you something? No, I'm going to get myself lunch. You want something too? You know what I mean? Like they're always out there doing these niceties. And, and that's, that is the exact reason why I hate being generous at work over something like lunch or, hey, I'm stopping at Burgers on the way in. Do you want right. something? It gets read the wrong way. It It, it completely does. Yeah, and I'm, a pretty, that happen. I'm a pretty simple kind of person. If I can do a little nicely that costs me less than four bucks, like a bagel, to maybe make your day a little bit better, I consider that a victory in and of itself. I agree with you. We're, mm-hmm. we're of the same mind there. Yes. But sometimes it gets taken the wrong way, or some people start talking some stuff about you behind your back, and uh, yeah. That's the shit. thing I think I got most irritated by, is that I didn't know about those things that people were saying until much later. Like until after it was clear that I wasn't interested and that we were just friends, then it would he- it would like be it would kind of dawn on me and people would be more openly spoken about it where they would say, oh, we just thought every time you brought over a, a bagel, oh, he he's just throwing those lines out. He's just, you know, counting his moments, waiting for his shot again. It was more like I'm getting a bagel. Want one? <laughs> it's that simple. That's how it I've always never... taken it. With my guy friends. Like, hospitality. Yeah. I mean, just being. Because I would do the same. Human. Like. Yeah. If I was coming over to your house for football, I'd be like, hey, do you want me to pick up some wings? I'm not expecting I you do to think. Oh, I to, to, you know. Have oh, sex man, with me. Good. I mean, that would be nice, yeah, that, but we're that friends. That would be weird to partner with wings, right? Uh, you know what wings means, right? No. <laughs> No, I, 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 I really you better don't, wash uh, your damn hands first. Yep. Oh, no shit, yeah. Man. Please, yeah. please, especially if you get the really <sighs> spicy ones, because that whole shit different hurts. kind of hot wings challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, didn't, I never understood. I, I would tell you, I, I do think that that's where it would become clear too, is because I have no shame in those moments of it doesn't matter what kind of clothes you wear, what how you identify. If I bought buffalo wings last fucking time, you're gonna hear me go, hey. Your turn. Yeah, it's You're your turn, bro. Wings. You're coming over your to watch. Your turn, are serious business. Chicken yeah, there's an equity. There's a market a of trade value. Yeah. yeah, you can't. Like, I'm Chicken not bringing in. real deal. That's no, how you know, you uh, you know Buffalo friend. Wild Wings, and you're yeah, going right. to meet me with Pizza Hut Wings. 
That shit ain't flying. Yeah, man. No. you're not doing that. Mm-mm. But if you go to Wings at Rice, Wings and Rice at Craycraft and Pima, yeah, yeah, boom, you're my ride or die. Yep. Okay, so let's let's go through this real quick, just because I've spent a couple of weeks here, and before we go, uh, I want to say a quick shout out to our favorite eateries here in Tucson. Okay, so Wings and Rice, that's yours. You're gonna call that out, Brando? My go-to chicken wing place. Nice. Wings and rice, Tucson. All right, Becky. Mm, pass. No. <laughs> you got to have one, man. Um, BJ's. That's not really. I mean, yeah, we have fun eating a, out yeah. there the other day. No, I love BJ's. It's just like a chain restaurant, though. That's true. That's I thought you meant like Tucson specific thing. Tucson things because I can't really eat specific Tucson things because your girl's got a weak stomach. So. Oh, oh let, me, let me plug something. I got one. Okay. Ready? Becky's yeah. Kitchen. That's my favorite Tucson place. <laughs> Corny. <laughs> I believe you too. And I want more about that kitchen. <laughs> we got to talk more food later. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to throw out. It's hard when you have allergies. I've already said, uh, oh, I bet. I, I don't, I can't even imagine. I've already thrown out Nico's. I've already thrown out Mosaic. I've already thrown out Saffron. Big lover, Saffron. Where was the burger place that we went to, Brando? Trueland Greens on Oracle and Ina. Trueland Greens was great. Great, great sweet potato fries. Just great food in general. Saffron up there on Oracle, just north of Oracle and Ina, too. Uh, give any of these places a shot. They're all good. And then the one that we we kind of hesitate to go to because it's so damn popular and sometimes we just don't want to wait is Minadito. And that is um, just the perfect they have really Mexican good margaritas cuisine. there. Yeah, I bet they do. Mm-hmm. I bet they do. I'm on the hunt for prickly pear syrup for margaritas. Um, exactly what I'm going to go get tomorrow. So um, let's let's wrap up with uh, a couple of different things that I just want to get opinions on. And the first one is just I don't. I got a couple of mixed feelings about it. So Joe Rogan gets coronavirus, um, and of course goes. Uh, does a I don't know if he did a TikTok or if he just did a YouTube short video uh, talking about you know what he has the the money and ability to have just waiting ready to go, and so he gets you know the the uh, I think he had ivermectin, but not not the horse dewormer ivermectin. He had he a doctor prescribed. He got a prescribe. Got a prescribed by a concierge doctor that he probably pays to do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Well, it, fair. He's I mean, yeah, exactly. His finger up his butt. He got a vitamin D drip. He got a bunch of different um, things that were supported by what Brando would say is a concierge doctor. I don't know the doctor he got it from. Uh, With that kind of money, you have a concierge doctor. Yeah, with with that kind of money, you have that concierge doctor. Yeah, I a royal pain in my ass. And I, of course, as a as an ICU nurse, yeah, I mean, my my issue with it, I guess, you know, I just don't understand the. I like Joe Rogan. I listen to Joe Rogan. I I, I think I've kind of fallen away from listening to him as as religiously as I had before he went to Spotify. Yep, I don't think it's content. One of those bros, huh? You are definitely one of those bros. What do you mean? The Rogan bros. What does that mean? Moving on. Anyways. <laughs> does he call it out there? And I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't really. I like a lot about his format and that he's a curious guy. Uh, I get a lot of things where he most of the time, not about this particular topic, but when he has a question or when he wants to dive deep on something, usually I can at least find his line of thinking and, and understand where he's coming from. I just don't understand the wanting to shove it in the face of people who are getting the vaccine. Like, you know, I don't understand. And personally, I don't understand where the one stance and I'm not sure it was his stance early on. But, you know, the one thing I would hear from people in my area in Louisiana was always about the argument of it not being FDA. Approved. Oh, my then it gets God. FDA Thank approved. you for saying that. You know, then it gets started. FDA approved, and started. well, and so I'm, I, I think that's there's a bunch of ridiculous stuff, right? Listen, like Tina. It's, um... Listen, Tina. That dick you put in your <laughs> mouth last Tuesday—that's not FDA approved either, because you don't know where that shit's been. Well, and and many things. Listen, Marty. Many things that were that pre and post with, right? workout that you scoop into your drink—that's not FDA yes. approved. 
Yeah. Listen, Ken. Yep. That that vitamin you take every morning, that's not FDA approved. Dylan, let's Suck go. Suck my dick. I need a Dylan. <laughs> Get a vaccine. <laughs> yeah, Dylan. Suck my dick. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I I don't I know that we all have different opinions on it, which I think is good. You know, and I think you have different uh experiences that motivate those opinions, right? Yeah. I'm married to somebody who has very strong opinions about it too. I've I allow myself a little room. that I've had to hold their hand and watch them die from COVID, which is something I haven't had to do. Yeah. You know, and, I, but I even think about it in terms of like, when I was thinking about Joe Rogan and his statements about it, my, my way of, of understanding it and looking at it is if his little kids were in the same area i would wear a mask because i wouldn't want to risk it no matter how small that percentage is i wouldn't mm-hmm. want to risk passing anything on in case i and there's no way i would know yeah. in that moment if i was going to contribute to anybody's viral load mm-hmm. and i don't think that's i don't think that's a bad thing i, I don't think it's a horrible thing to think that way i also kind of have a problem with i think my biggest issue with mr rogan is that it's hard for me not to arrive at this conclusion where it's this every man for himself mentality where if you're not, if you hadn't been eating healthy and working out and staying fit and you're not on top of all that at the moment that something like this, which nobody expected hits, then it, it's hard for me not to arrive at the thought that maybe that's sort of the, the banishment. Like, well, if you're fat and, and, and you have a comorbidity, Whatever the uh, reason is that you're there, I'm not going to do anything to protect you because you didn't work out enough or because you didn't eat healthy enough. Or maybe you have other reasons that have led to this thing. And kind of to your point, Brando, if you're successful enough and more power to him, I'm not hating on the man for being um, very successful and having a concierge doctor that can approach. He has options, but I don't think many people have those options and to act like if you're healthy you're not going to get it is a false narrative nobody is invincible Uh, it's better i mean i can't say i can't i'm not trying to say don't be healthy i think you should be healthy you should be healthy of course but but it's it's just one of those things where i'm not trying to decrease somebody uh to to have to suffer from it because they didn't follow my ideals of what they should do. I, I kept thinking about like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson is a big dude, but he doesn't look like the kind of dude that's running a marathon. Oh no. He doesn't look like the kind of dude whose cardio is tip top. And I wouldn't want to sentence somebody like that. Obviously he got, I would think he got the vaccine. I don't know for sure, but that's the kind of person I'm thinking of. There are great minds and great people anyway. that contribute on many levels. Well, and there's a specific group there, right? The older group. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of people out there I'm, I feel don't need to be, uh, I'm not going to call it fat shaming, but I'm just going to say, I, I don't think it's health beyond shame. reproach. Yeah, I, I guess health shame. I, I, I just don't think it's a big deal to say, hey, man, why don't we not give them a chance to get into that shape? It's not, they it's weren't not there a matter when of, this happened. It's not a matter you know? of getting in shape or being healthy or being the best version of you. It's about caring about your other, your neighbor. Who, well, who the fuck cares how, how healthy they are or not? Don't you want Depends them to be protected? Be filthy limbs. <laughs> Might be filthy limbs, all right. But and and what's the deal about? It kind of bothers me that we're there's not enough, and especially from uh, a position like uh, like joe rogan's podcast and or anybody with that kind of mic like loud speakerphone it's you're getting the word out i would rather encourage people to be part of the community and we've said it in the past take care of your your medical community watch out for them and and you hear these stories more and more uh, as we go forward into delta just being a real problem i mean in fact i mean we just had a friend talk to us the other day that he has a friend of his that's on a um that is in a induced coma mm-hmm. they're on a they're intubated mm-hmm. and they're trying to get that person to a, a 
you know, a hospital in Tucson because they're not in Tucson and, and there's no room. Nope. There's no and so it's, it's, it's all of that that builds up to a place where we're just saying, you know, what it, it may be one person, it may be a smaller number than, than somebody like Joe Rogan would pay attention to, but it's every bit helps that community exist, whether it's a community and it's all small scope. I'm not even talking, you know, it's like pennies into dollars. My grandmother would say, watch the pennies and the dollars will take care of themselves. If you watch the small communities, if you take care of the people in your city of Tucson or take care of the people in your city of New Orleans, you just kind of watch out for people, then it helps. It helps for people to get the health care they want. And it just defies my understanding to want to ban- like go off on a bent about it. I don't even find it to be particularly political. I mean, I remember having my mother having to bring those records to school that I had been vaccinated mm-hmm. from smallpox. And Man, I fucking wish we could have got the chickenpox vaccine. Yeah, no kidding, right? Instead of getting chickenpox and having instead to have of, like you know, oatmeal baths. You, instead of mom taking you to a chickenpox party so you can get it out of the way. <laughs> Vaccines are good. That people. shit happened. I forgot about that. Them. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like I said, I know I personally allow room for people who have lived by a uh, and and I'll say this: I know I always carve out room for people who are anti-vax in the best connotation of the word and have been for a lifetime before there was this particular uh, issue in the country and before this time that we're in. And I, 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 I talk to them regularly and they have always watched their health. They've always watched what they eat there and they still don't, uh, they're not trying to put it in people's faces. They wear masks, they do what they can. And even those people would not in many cases describe themselves as anti-vaccine hardline. A lot of times, more often than not, I hear those people saying I'm vaccine hesitant, but I, and I know, I know we can argue about that being good or bad, but I'm saying there's a difference between that person and the guy I saw at the fucking gas station with a sign that said, wear a mask, little sheep. You know what I mean? Like that just one more time before we stop. Okay. Well, go ahead. We got that and I'll do one more thing and then we'll round out. Go ahead. There was only two ways to really respond to that person. You either just bought them like a sheep or just like whisper something crazy like adrenochrome and see what they do. <laughs> Man, I feel good after that adrenochrome I had yeah. last night with all my libtard friends. It's a great mixer. <laughs> Let me tell you, I know how to make the best margaritas. Yeah, you know what the secret I, I, to a great old fashioned is adrenochrome. <laughs> It's at the pizza joint downtown. I'll show you. <laughs> Deep dive for uh, uh, atomic pizza in Washington. Uh, yeah, I mean, anyway, I, I wanted to mention it. I, I I really enjoyed, and I'm happy to plug a YouTube channel from Dr. Mike Hansen. That guy has carried a lot of weight in helping me understand the pandemic and what's going on. He's a medical professional, and his opinions about Joe Rogan were really interesting. And it just felt like I had an opinion on that. I, I, as much as I, you know, celebrate that the guys, I wouldn't wish him to be ill. I did hear that a lot of people were wishing him to be more sick and to that's suffer. Disgusting. I think Gross. that's bullshit. That's disgusting too. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying with the kind of loud voice and popularity that you have. Um, I mean, use it for good. Don't use it for maybe evil. just maybe just say there's nothing wrong with somebody wearing a mask. Yeah. And and trying to do their part in helping prevent spread and yep. maybe promote those people that are, are working in the shit situations that you're not in. You can go to Florida and do your stand up and, and, you know, get COVID and come back to your doctor and let let it let him approach it however he wants to approach it. There are hospital workers like my friend here with the good hair, like my wife who work in ICU who have to deal with the frontline brunt of this shit. And if you wouldn't shit on infantry in a wartime, you shouldn't shit on them either. Maybe talk them up, yeah. give them a stage, and and really talk about the kind of endurance and mental toughness it takes to maintain that front line. Don't throw pops it, at me at the gas yeah. station. That's the other, yeah. I mean, like, Becky, I, I've talked to you off air, of course, and I know the taxing that comes with the line of profession that you've chosen, and you're fucking good at your job. Thanks. So it's just, you know... 
that's all I wanted to say about Joe Rogan. Let's let's go ahead and and end on that note. Next episode, we'll lead off with what I wanted to talk to talk about next, which is Facebook and Ray Ban from a really disgusting company called Luxotica. Uh, I, for one, look forward to our dystopian cyberpunk future. <laughs> it's a dystopian cyberpunk future because these uh, glasses with cameras in them kind of spooked me out. They used to be the kind of thing that you saw people wear to, to trap people, right? Or Mission Impossible. Cam. Right. Things like that. Now it's anybody and everybody and they can record whatever the fuck they want. Shot. We'll talk about that next time. Oh, good, 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 good chat. Guys, thank you. Brando, Thanks. you brought it. Thank you. Becky, good hair. Love your opinions. You're not, you're not a C word. Thank you. You're not a C word. I don't think I am. You're a lady. Damn it. I am a lady. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Guys, thank you for joining us for another episode of Brevity Box. This one was a lot of fun. Uh, on our next episode, I'll be recording from back home in Louisiana, and I'll be happy to tell you what's good and what's bad. Now, dog's clearly ready for us to get off. <laughs> uh, remember, Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. I know you haven't forgotten that, but we want you to check us out. We've got a Patreon account set up. If you want to become a member and donate, there are perks. Mm-hmm. You can get onto our freshly honed Discord channel and start conversating with a lot of the personalities that are producing their own shows on the network. And we look forward to it. Even if you just want to check out the website and see what else we've got going on, soon you'll find a link for the American Red Cross so that you can donate and volunteer for people affected by Hurricane Ida and probably going forward from people that are affected from other uh, similar kinds of states of emergency that people lose homes and need help. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, come back. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us this time. And, uh, and I had a good time. Bye. 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 Thousands affected by Hurricane Ida urgently need support. Your donation can help the American Red Cross provide warm meals, shelter, and hope to these families. Please donate today. Go to redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to donate to Hurricane Ida. Your support is critical. We can't do it without you.